everyone. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Wednesday, our episodes are Sword of the Spirit. Sword of the Spirit, what is that about? Well, as we go out each day to face the world, we need to be dressed for success. As described for us in Ephesians chapter 6, we need to be wearing the full armor of God. And an integral part of this armor is the sword of the Spirit, one of our weapons, a mighty weapon against the enemy who is trying to attack us. So what is this sword of the Spirit? It is the Word of God. God breathed, inspired by God. This is where we learn about God's promises, about the redemption through the blood of Jesus. We learn about how we should conduct ourselves and so much more. So, in keeping with that, when we do this episode, we have a topic and we read passages from the Bible. So, as of August through December, on Wednesdays, we're looking at parables in the New Testament. And if you haven't watched or listened to August episodes, I encourage you to go back to them. There's always something that we can learn. Well, today's episode title is Sabotage sabotage. Well, have you ever felt like you've been sabotaged? Maybe by other people, maybe by several, and maybe you were sabotaged by yourself. This episode is based upon the parable of weeds among the wheat, found in Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 through 30. How does sabotage play into this? Well, let's read the passage and find out. Again, that's Matthew 13, 24 through 30, and we're going to read now from the Amplified Bible. Jesus gave them another parable to consider, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But when his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds, resembling wheat, among the wheat, and went away. So when the plants sprouted and formed grain, the weeds appeared also. The servants of the owner came to him and said, Sir, did you not sow good seed into this field? Then how does it how does it have weeds in it? He replied to them, An enemy has done this. The servants asked him, Then do you want us to go and pull them out? But he said, No, because as you pull out the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers. First, gather the weeds and tie them into bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into the barn. Well, if you've ever been within a group, you've probably had become aware of some people or just maybe one person who had infiltrated the group with an agenda of their own. Likely, they were bringing disorder and negativity to the purpose of the meeting. I recall my days at the workforce. It seemed like there was always someone who tried to shoot down every good idea, or they present one problem after another, and it stalled the progress. Could that have been sabotage? Here's a portion of a commentary I found on the internet, Sermon Writer. Their comment about this parable is that It deals with the problem of the bad among the good in the world. Well, we know that. 
and we see it ourselves. Good must always contend with evil while we're on earth. There is always a spiritual struggle. God permits evil and good to coexist until the end. The parable was used to guide and encourage Jesus' disciples. We need not weed out the bad. God will deal with the bad at the harvest time on Judgment Day. One part of the parable I did not realize, but Jesus was illustrating something the people already knew about. Sowing seeds of weeds among the wheat was common act of sabotage. The Romans had a law against doing that. But while people slept, his enemy came and sowed darnel weeds. Jesus mentioned a weed, bearded darnel, and in its early stages closely resembles wheat, making it almost impossible to identify. And as the, weeds, as the plants mature, the roots of the weeds and wheat intertwine, making them almost impossible to separate. Any attempt to pull the weeds will also pull the wheat. Separation, however, is necessary because, it, because it's both bitter and mildly toxic. So if not removed prior to milling, the darnel will ruin the flour. The usual solution is to separate the grains after threshing by separating them on a flat surface and having people remove the darnel a different color at that stage by hand. Jesus gives us a way to know whether a person is a sheep, his follower, or a wolf in sheep's clothing, intent on nothing good and infiltrating the flock. Jesus said that you will know them, true followers of Jesus, by their fruit. Before we rely upon and confide in a person who has joined the flock, we should take a look at their fruit. Are they loving, kind, patient, slow to upset? Their tongue is free from evil, evil words and gossip. Are they full of hope and faith, speaking only things that are honorable, of good report? Can you tell that they love the Lord? And in all people, can you tell that? But the passage doesn't tell us to throw the weeds out. Instead, we are to strive to demonstrate patience, pray for them. Here's a quote from, a, from the commentary, and I really love this. I'll try to read it slowly so you can get every word. We who hope to receive grace must also be willing to extend it. We who hope to receive grace must also be willing to extend it. That brings me to look inward. How is my own fruit? I can certainly pray that the Lord will help me to become a better Jesus follower. We all have free will. Some of us will choose evil, darkness over goodness, the light. And in that, we will infiltrate and sabotage what good lovers of, of Jesus are doing. We don't want to be saboteurs. We don't want to be sabotaged either. <laughs> but as Jesus explained in John 16, 33, I have told you all this, that what you may have, may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. So in this temporary state, while we're on earth, there will be trials. He tells us there will be. But take heart because Jesus has overcome. 
We know the rest of the story. You read in Revelations, Jesus wins this spiritual battle. As we pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us through each day, we cast our cares about the evil around us, knowing that ultimately God will be the one who separates the weeds, the evilness, from the wheat, his children, his followers of Jesus. Well, I'm ending this episode with this passage because it demonstrates the blessed, holy connection, the union of our Lord, and is found in 2 Corinthians. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining me today. I hope that you'll join me every Wednesday morning for the episode, Sword of the Spirit, with the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And as you may know, Turn to God with Karen has episodes every Monday where we cover various topics to bring encouragement and healing through our challenges and overcoming. And that is at that episode is Hope and Faith Journey. And every Friday we have Karen's Book Corner. And that's where I share about books I've written or about books that other authors have written. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. And um, please go to my website, contact page and you can send me your comments your feedback any suggestions is always welcome and that website is karenjanecasey.com also when you go there you will see resource material regarding domestic violence and my books and blogs and podcasts and i must say if you've read and enjoyed any of my books especially if they brought you any kind of encouragement or hope, positive change. I want to know about it. Well, thank you and God bless.